0: This one has the Jewish star. Emily, you can get Jewish holy oil and we can get God. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Spice Rock Podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Savannah. And today we're going to be covering Priest by Sierra Simone, and it is a spicy one. Spicy one for the Spice Rock today. (laughs) Literally so spicy. I was shook. So shook reading this book. I did not expect it. So this was a book that both Savannah and I have not read, but like it was so hyped. We were like, we have to like this. And if you guys saw our text thread as we were reading this. I will say it, it did live up to the hype though. It did. It was, um, it's probably one of the spiciest books that I've ever read. Yeah, I have some thoughts. We're going to get into it. But before we do, how are we doing, Em? How are you? I'm good. So I got another targeted dating app. Uh, The ad said stop dating losers like it was just in big white letters and it is called Members Only Dating and that's really about it. How are you? I'm good. I just got back from Bonnaroo. I am a little dead inside but like we're making it work. I'm going to the beach with my family next week which is exciting. I have like two full weeks at the beach ahead. You can see Abby. Yeah I'm gonna see Abby. Baby abs. Beach bum baby abs. I'm so excited. That's so exciting. So there is this TikTok trend going around where we take traits that men do and we redo our rankings. So Emily and I have been wanting to do this with like a little, a little book spin. So we're going to – here's our shot at it. Here we go. He's a four, but he's a mafia boss. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> the book is an eight, but it's miscommunication trope. Two. It's my least favorite trope. I hate it. He's a nine, but he's not possessive at all. A three. <laughs> I know that's and like no dirty talk either. I'm thinking that's got to be a two or a three. Yeah, at most a three. <laughs> the book is a 10, but every spice scene only uses the word folds. I'm DNFing. I can't finish if it's only folds. It freaks me out. I hate folds. He's a five, but he reads. A nine. A nine. Okay. I give it an eight. That's a it's short a f- round of. Yeah. It's a short little fun TikTok trend that we've been wanting to try out. Yeah. So if he's not a mafia boss and if he's not possessive at all, and if he doesn't read, he's a two a two <laughs> <and> below. <laughs> at least a one. Okay. I want to talk about what we've been reading because priest is really all that has consumed my, my book brain for the past week. And it was so fucking good. I'm so excited to talk about it. I see that you did not finish vibe. So I started reading this book called vibe. It's the first in a series by Liza James. And you know, I've been trying to read some stuff for pride month. I've been putting myself out there trying something new. So this was like a lesbian type of situation. And it's not bad. However, the, there's a rape and it is descriptive, like very descriptive rape scene. Mm. And I was like, I can't, I don't want to, I don't want to read sexual assault. That's not fun for me. And it was like right after there was this fun spice scene and then you move directly into a sexual assault. And I was like, I can't do this. So I am going to DNF it because I just not, that's not for me. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. Like that doesn't need to go into detail. It sucks because I feel like you had the same experience where we read Priest, which was so good, and we both liked it, and then we read something else, and it's like, eh. so, Yeah, so I read A So Not Meant to Be by Megan Quinn before Priest, and I love Megan Quinn. I'm a big fan of hers, and I really liked the first book. Um, the, the first book was A Not So Cute Me, and so this one was about, like, the second brother, but I, I think it took me almost a full week to read this book. And it was so slow. And the female main character was the absolute worst. And, like, the guy falls first. And, like, he talks about, like, his depression and his anxiety. And the girl's, like, okay. Like, so it was just, like, very one-sided. And it took, I think, until, like, 80% done for, like, something to, like, start happening. So I was, like, I have to finish. But I gave that one a three stars. And then I finished Priest. And I'm currently reading Sinner, which is the second book of the series about Sean Bell, one of the brothers. And all I can say is that the Bell brothers are a different breed. Um, This book is hot, so. (laughs) I feel like I need to get into that. Yeah, so I think, and then the third book is about the third brother. So I don't know if the fourth brother gets a book, but I know the third brother gets the third book. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, I don't really know what I'm going to get into next reading wise. Like, I don't know what I'm feeling. Or am I going to go on a fantasy bender? Am I going to go for like some vampires? Am I going to go mafia? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I think after I finish center, I want to do sports. I think I just need like a good hockey. I just mm. need, like a cleanser and then I can get back into it. I saw a hockey book recommended on TikTok yesterday and I screenshot it because it sounds so good. Let me pull up what the name of it is. Sleet Kitten? Okay, I have that also screenshotted. Oh my gosh, okay. Maybe I'll read that next. And then we do, so there is another movie announcement. So the Spanish Love Deception is being made into a movie. Azab, did you read that one? Yes, I loved the Spanish Love Deception. So I'm very excited. Everybody's saying that um, Henry Cavill should be um, casted as the main guy. And so amazing. I'm excited for that one. Also in book news, Netflix is releasing a remake of Persuasion by Bronte. Do you know, have you seen this trailer? I haven't seen the trailer. Oh my god, let me tell you who's fucking in this because you are gonna die. Are they block faces? No, even (laughs) Henry Golding is Mr. Elliot. You know the hot guy from Crazy Rich Asians? Oh, and then Dakota Johnson is Anne. I'm that's thrilled. gonna be good. That's gonna be, that's gonna be so really good. good. July fifteenth, everyone, mark your calendars. That's gonna be really good. Let's also, Persuasion is by Jane Austen, not Bronte. I'm wrong. Book world is making making its splash in the film world. It sure is, because we all know the best stories come from books, and clearly. Movies have not been cutting it lately, and they're having to go back to the blueprint. Happy they realized that. <laughs> Me too. So, um, before we get into talking about priests, we're going to talk about Sierra Simone, who is the author. She is a reader of all things, including the smuttiest smut young adult books and the piles of nonfiction that she has for research. She loves writing the dirtiest things that she can think of. You can follow her on Instagram at, it's one word, the Sierra Simone. Books by Sierra include Sinner, the New Camelot Trilogy, and the Thorn Chapel series. And today we'll be discussing Priest, which is a steamy read where a Catholic priest falls in love with the town's new girl. And if you do like Tyler and Poppy's story, the next book is a novella, Midnight Mass, and it's all about their story after Priest ends. I will say on the Sierra Simone kick, The new Camelot trilogy is really good. Have you read it? I haven't, but I've heard it's like, it's hot. It's good. So hot. It starts with American Queen and it ends up being this fun MMF relationship that's going on, but it's about the president and the vice president of the United States and the woman that they share. Oh, shit. (laughs) It's so good. Can highly recommend. Yeah, I'm adding her whole backlog onto my TBR after reading Priest. Yeah, her writing style is so good, and it It stays consistent through everything. Okay, our dedication today is very fun. To the Dirty Laundry Girls and the Literary Gossip Posse, I can't tell which one of us is the bad influence on the other. Let's never change. And to Laurelyn for those late-night theology sessions and the Sunday morning sermon training. We're in sync. Jinx again. Author's note: Because you know we have to talk about the author's notes. This novel is about a Catholic priest falling in love. There is sex and definitely some blasphemy, the fun kind. You've been warned. I will also say, in like the first two, three pages where you meet Tyler, my favorite line of the whole book is, "I'm a priest and this is my confession." I hear the like dun dun Law and Order sound behind it because it really sets the tone. I am not a big fan of audiobooks, but I, everybody is saying after you read these in the print version, if you're going to listen to any books on audiobooks, it would be Priest and Center. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah, so I might, I might see how that is and let you guys know. No, I couldn't handle the oil scene (laughs) on audio. (laughs) So getting into the plot review before, I do want to um, mention that there are some trigger warnings to suicide and sex abuse is talked about in this book. So wanted to let you guys know that beforehand. So the town of Weston is a very small town where father Tyler Bell is the Catholic priest. Tyler grew up in the Catholic church and became a priest to atone for the sins of the Catholic church after his sister committed suicide due to her being sexually abused by her priest. Tyler loved everything about his church and dedicated all his time to it, until Poppy came in one day to confession. Poppy grew up in a trust fund upbringing and did everything to please her parents, including two Dartmouth degrees. Wanting to be her own person, she ran away to Weston. When the two meet, it is instant fire between the two. This fire turns into a very steamy relationship between the two that they have to keep hidden. As their relationship grows and gets hotter, Tyler has a personal crisis when it comes to his religion and wanting to keep having sex since it's not allowed as a priest. Poppy is also having a personal crisis because she wants to be with Tyler, but knows how important religion is to him and doesn't want him to have to pick between the two. Tyler does end up leaving the church and on his way to propose to Poppy, he sees her kissing her ex. After some personal discovery and time away... Tyler reconnects with Poppy in New York, and they live happily ever after, and we even get a very steamy epilogue. This book was insanely good to me. I thoroughly enjoyed it. and I like wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. Do you feel the same? I really liked how it was the balance. Like we got a good amount of religious discussions, but it wasn't so much. but the way that it intertwined, like her writing style is just amazing. And I didn't expect, like, I closed the book and I was like, like, whoa. Yeah. That's how I felt too. Granted, there's a lot of spice and we're going to talk about it. But I think talking about the individual, like the plot, I loved the conversation on religion. Fun fact, I went to Catholic school and was raised super religious. And so I liked the, the discussion about what we require of people in the church and like what is considered righteous and what is not. And here's the thing, the overall arching thing is that I don't believe that, like, clergymen should not be allowed to have sex, right? Like, they can have consensual sex, in my opinion. Just because you're, like, a person of God doesn't mean that you, like, can't be kinky, right? (laughs) Like, that's personally how I feel. But because Tyler feels so guilty about it, you get his internal dialogue of, like, beating himself up over the fact that he doesn't want her and he's not supposed to have her and he's not supposed to be doing this and it's wrong. And so you get all of this internal dialogue and guilt. And that is what made it so hot to me because in my own opinion, I don't think that it's wrong, but because he felt like it was so wrong, it felt kind of dirty and it felt really taboo. And I think that's what made it so hot. I have to agree with you. Like the sneaking around And him, he was like, I'm not going. So this is a very small town. They're both runners. They see each other on runs. Like, he keeps saying, I'm not going to see her again. And as soon as, like, even, like, if his hand touches her arm, it's, like, instant, like, fire connection. And she, when they were running, they bumped into each other. And he, like, grabbed her by the waist so she didn't fall. And he was like, I can't let this girl go. And he was, like, being with her because he correlated – like the marriage of God in the church, Him having like sex with Poppy was like hit, like marriage to him because like the connection, how they feel, and I felt so bad for him because he really thought that because we learn later he is a dom, so he felt that he should be like ashamed of what he wants, and he it's interesting because we see this trend continue in Sinner the over like the overlay message that they're both trying to do what's best for Lizzie, their sister who died. So he chose to take this vow of celibacy because he wanted to make the Catholic church look good when he didn't realize that it was eating him up inside. So when he left the church and even when Poppy with the kiss and everything, he went on to do like his own mission work. He felt like fulfilled. He was like, I can still serve God in a different way. Yeah. And so I really like that aspect. And I really like the relationships that the he has with his brothers and the family they can still shoot their shit with each other and their conversations are just like so funny they don't hold anything back I did not expect Tyler to be a dom I would have given this five stars but I have to say I think Poppy was forgiven too easily and yes. I think that Poppy sucks I think Poppy is the worst 100% so she would have given it five stars But I hate – I just – I don't like Poppy, and I'm very happy. We get probably two or three chapters in her point of view, but it's mostly through Tyler's point of view, which I really like because I couldn't – I don't think I could handle more of um, Poppy's point of view. Yeah, I don't want any more Poppy. She was the fucking worst. I wish that Tyler would be in love with me instead, instead of her, because I think I'm more deserving. (laughs) I would go to church. (laughs) (laughs) I just – I think that it's so hot – The way that he was, like, talking to himself, we'll talk about it a little bit in The Spice, but his internal dialogue, at one point when they were, like, hooking up, the fact, they were, like, soaking, right? I know we soaking is a thing that was on Mormon (laughs) TikTok, whatever, but he, like, put it in and was, like, just don't move. Like, we're not having sex if you don't move. But at one point he says... But just one taste, I murmured, God wouldn't punish me for just one taste. Like, that is fucking hot. It's so taboo. And I think that's what makes the whole book for me was this, like, internal struggle. Even though I hated Poppy, I liked him so much. And that he was, like, very human and had really natural desires and just, like, wanted to make his sister proud. Yeah, he, like, Millie, is, like, an elderly woman in the church. Like, of course, like, Millie, like, figures out first. And they can't even, like, hug or, like, hold hands in public. So when they are, like, able to, like, do that stuff, it's just, like, very, like, intimate.
1: Yeah. And he's,
0: like, he's, like, a schoolboy with a crush. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. He was both very cute and, like, the, also the sexiest man alive. It was such a good juxtaposition. Yeah, so let's get into the spice. Holy water or something. <laughs> I, I gave it four peppers. Yes. I also gave it four peppers the dirty talk of this man so good okay i'm gonna talk about two scenes and then the last day i'll talk about the anointing scene so in the epilogue it's their wedding day and like they're like having like sex like everybody's outside bridesmaids are ready to like walk out the like procession and she's like making like sounds and he's like one more noise miss bell he hisses in my ear and over your ass and i'm fucking instead she goes i don't belong to you yet and he goes you still belong to me Like, something about a you belong to me does something to us. The feminism in my body breaks away. Bye. And then when he finally has sex after three years of celibacy, they have sex on an altar at his church. So he uses the white centers that the ropes that priests wear, and he, like, binds, like, her wrist. And they have, like, sex on the altar. Anybody can walk into their church at any time. And he was like, I ran myself home as I laid my body on top of hers pinning her down as I stabbed into her over and over. Just the taboo-ness of the altar. He was like, I'm worshiping her on the altar. And he he calls her lamb. Yes. When he used that shit that priests wear that is supposed to be like the holiest thing to tie her up, I was like, Tyler, baby, do more. We want more. (laughs) And we do get more. The anointing scene. I would like for everyone to know that I was reading this book in the car on the way to Bonnaroo and I get to the anointing scene. Seth is driving. I'm in the passenger seat. <laughs> my face gets so red and my mouth, I went like, okay. I, I couldn't my believe My jaw it. hit the road that we were driving on and Seth was like, what, what's going on? <laughs> so I had to read it out loud to my husband as we were in the car. I don't know if there's a scene that will ever be able to top this. So they're having, so basically, they were like foreplaying in the confession booth, and there he's like my office now. When they're starting to have sex, and he was like, "I want to like do anal," and so, and so they're in his office, and they don't have any lube, so he grabs anointing oil, holy oils, holy oil, holy Holy blessed by the church oil. And he goes, I'm anointing you now. I informed her. I'm sanctifying you from the inside out. You feel that? That's my finger fucking your ass in just a minute. It'll be my cock. It'll be my cock consecrating you. Listen, I didn't realize that I had a kink for like highly educated vocabulary wow. until this book. <laughs> consecrating? Please, please say consecrating. <laughs> more often I want it. <laughs> The fucking holy oils. The holy oils. In his church office. The way, the best part is that the church office isn't where the holy oils are stored. So this man has Poppy on his uh, they're on the floor, I'm pretty sure. He says, stay here. Remember, she's tied up with what the fucking priests wear. And he's like, I don't have any lube. Let me walk and get the fucking holy oils that I have blessed. And I'm going to use them to fuck her in the ass. Roughly. He's like, I did not hold anything back. The way that I was shook. The way that I was shook. I also gave Priest four peppers. And I like that you pointed out scenes of his dirty talk. Because I pointed out scenes of his internal dialogue of, like, what he was thinking while he was doing this. First of all, when they start potentially fooling around in the confessional, when he was going to whip his dick out and jerk off in the confessional, I literally was like, oh my fucking God, he's going to do this. And that was very hot to me. Jaw on the ground. When we find out that he's a dom, jaw on the ground. I was so not expecting that. And it was incredible. But when they're in the confessional, she's, like, trying to rile him up. So she is dirty talking basically through the confessional window, which is fucking insane to me. So hot. He thinks to himself, now it was only the thin line of my self-control that kept me from bending her over a pew and spanking that creamy white ass for making me hard when I didn't want to be. For making me think about her naughty mouth when I should be thinking about her eternal soul. (laughs) In the confessional, he's thinking about bitting her over a pew and spanking her. <laughs> I was shook it. And then the next put that I pulled out, no one's gonna be surprised that this is what I took. Um because <laughs> he told her what a good girl she was. Such a good little slut for letting me fuck her sweet ass. My own obedient little slut. She belonged to me, wasn't that right? She only wanted me inside her. She only wanted my dick and my fingers and my mouth. Shook. Shook it. The being a dom thing is a bell brother thing, because Ooh. Sean is the exact so Sean's story is Sean is this rich billionaire. He falls in love with his best friend's sister, who's about to become a nun. Oh, okay. So the <laughs> the vibe of religion stays through the whole thing. Stays through the whole thing. I have to say that Emily texted me yesterday and said that oil was a continuation in the series. It is. And I said, surely we are not having more holy oil. To my surprise, Emily said vegetable oil. (laughs) Vegetable oil. If y'all are putting vegetable oil in your pussy, I'm concerned. (laughs) That (laughs) cannot be good. No. I haven't gotten to that scene yet. I will post the quote on the Insta story when I do. So we can all see the oil trend continue. Please, please use safe oil. Do you think that, I have a question. <laughs> do, you, do you think that, like, you can get access to the holy oils? I'm, I would like to recreate this. I'm curious. <laughs> and, like, can I buy some on Amazon? Or, like, would I, have to, would I have to break into a church and steal them? Like, what's the vibe? I'm Googling it for you. <laughs> okay. You, you can get on um, livinggrace.com <laughs> triple holy oil stock set with case. For 54 Ooh. 95 Ooh, that's fun. Is it blessed? This one has the Jewish star. And it says holy anointing oil for $10. Emily, you can get Jewish holy oil and we can get God. <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect... Do they have a two-for-one pack and we can just... <laughs> do we think it's appropriate to add this to the first date question <laughs> list like, what, what's your religion i think we should say Sorry, we, should we should make a google comment? form for your first dates and we could say are you interested in being in our first harem are you willing to come on facetime for me in the middle of public and what's your religion are there oils involved <laughs> guys this book is you have to read it that's all you i have do. to say You have to read it. And when you get to the oil scene, make sure that you say it out loud to whoever is in the room with you. Hopefully someone that will be fucking you later. What scene do you think is hotter? The oil scene or the float scene? Emily, that is unfair. (laughs) That is an unfair question. It's got to, I'm going float scene. I'm going float scene too. But this is second. Only because there were two men. if there were two priests with the oil I would not be okay yeah so if it's four peppers it was almost (laughs) so the only book I gave him five peppers was *Dana vipers so I it it was almost there but not out of five yet yeah it could have been there if it was like a monastery or like a theology school and there were several priests involved I wonder if there is a priest reverse harem. Give me a moment. <laughs> Let me look this shit up. we <laughs> are going down the rabbit hole. Priest reverse harem. Oh, there is. Okay. Altered by Fire, Undercover Sinners, book one by Kate Morgan. Dark it's reverse scary. harem. Five priests, one girl. Natalia ran from one dangerous situation into another with five awaiting men. What is it called? Altered by fire. So, we're going to keep talking. We're going to still talk about spicy stuff, but also like discussion questions. So, Sab, if you were in Tyler's situation, would you have done anything different? No, I don't. I mean, no, because I don't think that he should not be allowed to have sex. That's like my whole thing with this. I think that it makes it a little fun to, if you were sitting in church. To, like, potentially think that your priest is a dom. Like, I think that that spices up the church experience a little. Yeah, I would be at every Mass. Exactly. I also think he did not do anything wrong. And I like, so, I'm not up on my Catholic terms, but he has a boss. Is that the bishop? Yeah, the bishop is his boss, I think. So I'm glad he told the bishop, like, yes, I'm leaving because I met somebody. And I, do, I think it's messed up. Like, why is it fair that the priest can devote his life to everybody? That's somebody who, but not somebody who's supposed to be, like, his best friend. Like, his person. Yeah, I like, think that's bullshit. Go, he has to go home alone every night and just, like, live this, like, solitary life. I just think that that's messed up. Same thing with nuns. I... I just, here's the thing, I didn't realize that you weren't allowed to, like, masturbate if you were a priest, so. I didn't know that either. He was pent up. <laughs> that feels dangerous for me. If I don't masturbate or, like, have an orgasm once a week, I am angry, so, like, I would not be a good stewardship of God if I was so fucking pissed off all the time. That's what makes the altar scene so hot, because it was the first time in, like, three years. That is, like, I don't think that that's healthy. I was No, it can't s- be healthy. Seth and I were talking about this in bed. <laughs> I can't like one night. I think as I was reading this, and I said, "Seth, do you think that like people like clergymen should be allowed to have sex?" And he said, "If we weren't supposed to have sex, why did God make it feel so good?" <laughs> I was like, well, I he's, can't not argue with that logic. he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Philosopher Seth to the rescue. Also, like the Bible, like says, like children are like a gift from God. So, like priests can't have like it's just it's so archaic to me yeah and I'm not hating so no. on the Catholic religion I just want to make that clear I just think that no some, and it's like in every religion too like some stuff is just way too archaic yeah I agree I agree do you think that Poppy is the villain of this story I do and this is because so Poppy has an ex named Sterling because she was just lined up to pretty much marry settled and when she ran away, Sterling is like, Sterling is married to another woman. And Sterling was awful, did not treat her right. Comes and finds her in Weston. They hook up. He still treats her like shit. And then so she meets Tyler, and we think, oh, we're done seeing Sterling. Tyler is having all these conversations with Poppy about how he's like struggling to pick, he thinks he has some clarity. And what does she go do? She goes and kisses Sterling when she sees Tyler walking over instead of having a conversation yeah. with Tyler. So Tyler can tell her and be like, hey, I'm picking you. And every time Tyler tried to say, I just need a little bit of space. I just need time to like, think about what's happening because him leaving the preset is such a big deal to him. She gets upset that he can't make these decisions so fast. And she's like, I don't care if you need space. I'm going to be all in your personal space. So I think she is the villain of the story. She was forgiven way too easily, which is why I don't care to read the novella because I just, I don't like Poppy. Yeah. I also think that she was the villain of the story and I cannot believe that we did not talk about this when we talked about the spice, but before she even kisses Sterling to like make sure that Tyler sees so she doesn't feel compromised, whatever. She spends a night with Sterling. She, like, comes back in the same clothes. Mm -hmm. On purpose. On purpose. On purpose. She's like, oh, well, I fell asleep, whatever. And then to make it up to him, so when Poppy runs away, she ends up in Kansas City working for this, like, exclusive strip club. But it was, like, really more than a strip club because it was, like, very high end. Whatever. So to make it up to Tyler, she takes him to Kansas City, and they have this, very fun time in her old strip club and she like pulls out money basically and like makes her pay for them it's very hot highly would recommend another great scene it allows like him to like not be father bell yes it like gets them out of their little comfort zone and he's able to just be normal like a normal guy paying for her to have sex with him so very hot but this was like probably 40%, 50% of the way into the book. So she spent an entire night with this guy. She just was forgiven several times entirely too early. She did not deserve his love and affection, I don't think. He was obsessed with her. She was not willing to commit to the same level. It just felt really, it felt really shady. I don't like her. I don't like Poppy. And at the beginning, yes, he always had these feelings for her, but he really wanted her to like, Find the church. Find, like, what could, like, heal her. So he always cared about her, not even, like, the romantic way. And she – I honestly felt like he was, like, a toy for her at certain parts. And hopefully you already read this because, you know, they end up together. But he finds her in New York. This is after months of not seeing each other. And he just proposes. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Because she's like, sorry, I kissed him. I didn't want you to have to pick – And then he's like, okay, let's get married. No. She should have groveled. She should have groveled. I have to say, Tyler was the whole package because he was very thoughtful. He was very godly, which is it for some people. He was incredibly well-spoken and, like, well-educated and wanted to have these really insightful conversations with her. And then they would fuck, and he was so hot. He was so dominant. He was so possessive. He was obsessed with her. Literally, this book ticked so many boxes for Emily and I of things that we want in a book boyfriend. So highly recommend. We love Tyler. Poppy was on it for me. I think that he deserves better. I agree. And I'm just happy he got his that he ended up happy because he was miserable for a second. And he was like begging his bishop be like, no, I want my spot back. And then he basically he didn't get like fired, he got like let go because Sterling blackmailed Yes, Tyler
1: pretty yes. much.
0: And so basically he's like blackmailing and so there's like photos of like Tyler and Poppy in town having coffee, holding hands, and Sterling releases the photos. Yes.
1: And, and then Poppy Tyler
0: still hangs out with him. Yes. And then Tyler is known across the country as Hot Priest, which is incredible. I would very much love a Hot Priest scandal. But yeah, I mean, Sterling the whole time was kind of a piece of shit, but it was expected from his character. What wasn't expected for me was for Poppy to tolerate it and for for her to just lay back and let people take advantage of this person that she is supposed to love and protect. Because I know if their roles were reversed and Tyler got into her car in the same clothes he was wearing last night, she would have been crushed. Exactly. Hell, I would have been crushed if that happened to me. I'd be like, wait, what? And we just really, like, glazed over that whole situation. So I was still frustrated by that when we got to the point where she was kissing Sterling. So I never really forgave Poppy for the first instance, and I definitely didn't forgive her the second time. We're not a fan of Poppy. She's a villain. This is definitely team Tyler, those podcasters. team Tyler. This is a hard question. To, uh, what do you think was the hardest part, hottest part of this book for you? Okay. It is like, we've talked about so much of the spy scenes and I don't even think we've covered half of them. No. Nope. To me personally, the confessional, when he unbuttons his pants and he is going to jack it right there next to her. And they're both like juiced up, ready to go. That was very hot to me. Thinking of like having the barrier between you, you're supposed to be in this holy space to like confess your sins, and you're confessing your sins in a way that's like making the other one horny. So hot, jaw on the ground. To me, I think it was the altar scene. I mean, that's a great choice. <laughs> I really, I really think that was that's the taboo ness of it. The the rope that was to me was the hottest scene. Yeah. My runner-up is the scene in Kansas City when they're in the strip club. Yeah, that's my runner up too. She gives him the money and they like fully commit to this like role-playing that they're doing where she is a stripper and he is just like someone there to buy her affection for the evening very hot highly recommend this is a good spicy book I would not read it in public <laughs> okay one of our listeners texted me this morning because she's also reading priest and I thought that this was so funny I wanted to share at 10 13 a.m. I get a text from her I should not be reading this book at work <laughs> like no you shouldn't so of course where are we gonna put father bell On our boyfriend pyramid, we have ultimate friends with benefits, meet the parents, white picket fence, and God tier. So where does Holy Father Bell go? It would be a sin to not put Holy Father Bell in God tier. He he's the top for me, the top of the pyramid, the top of God tier. He goes above vicious. Like I am sorry, vicious, but Tyler Bell is going above vicious oh my god, no, I can't do that to him. I could, I could, no one comes over vicious for me, it could be like, like this Tyler Bowles is very close. <laughs> god, God tier. Like, what, so what else, what else do you want? This is one of those books that I would give my future, like, boyfriend, husband to read. I yeah. think that there are certain books that we should give them to read, and this is one of them. I think God tier, because I would want to be married to him. So that just, it just covers all the ticks. Parents will love him love him. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. I do think that we should start practicing that if you're seeing somebody and you want them to sleep with you a certain way, just give them your favorite book. Say, hey, this is a really good step-by-step instruction of what I'm looking for. So just read it, let it sink in, put your own, put your own twist on it. But like, this is really a good place for you to start. Yeah, honestly, first date. Because if they're gonna say no, then you're not you're not wasting your time. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us this week for Priest. I hope that listen. I hope it was hot for y'all as it was for us. We loved it. Sierra Simone, keep doing you, babe. We will keep reading it. And next week, we're so excited to do a relatively new book. So Give Me More by Sarah Kate is the third book in the Salacious Players Club, and it is. We're finally pulling in our Pride Month pick, so the preface for this book says, please be aware that this story deals with characters coming out, discovering bisexuality, and some internalized homophobia. So, we are so excited to get into Give Me Me More. If you've read Praise, this character was mentioned a little bit. We think it's going to be really hot, so we will see you next week to get into it. Bye, guys. Bye.